From Relay FM, this is the Pen Addict episode 402. Today's show is brought to you by Hollow and Kenro Industries. My name is Mike Hurley, and I am joined by Brad Dowdy. Hi, Brad Dowdy. 402. Why didn't it hit me when you said 400 or 401? But when you just said 402, I was like, holy cow. Well, because I think for those ones, we were thinking of 101, right? <laughs> I guess. And I was like so busy for those shows. Like, it, it took a lot of brain power to get there, so I think I was just like ready to record. And this one yep. is more of a normal show, so we have, you know, our normal conversation and updates and new products to discuss. And mm-hmm. so I actually heard you this time. <laughs> That's a lot of podcasts, Mike. It's been a big week, Brad Dowdy. <laughs> has it? Are you sure? It's, mm. it's it's been a lot. This last mm-hmm. week has been a lot for everybody. Yeah. Um, including us, you know, here at the Pen Attic, we're going to talk about, you know, life, the universe and everything, but we do have some, uh, some business to attend to. And that is our active Kickstarter. Mike, where are we at with this thing? Everything is, everything's changed, uh, (laughs) at this point. So not too long after last week's episode, we hinted to it because we were thinking about it, but not too long after last week's episode, me and Brad announced that we would not be attending the Atlanta Pen Show, um, to for our health and safety and also for their help to uh, discourage others from attending the show for their own health and safety Mm -hmm. um, due to the ongoing health concerns in the world right now. Um, We're really pleased in a way uh, that the Atlanta Pen Show also took it upon themselves to cancel the show completely. Mm -hmm. Um, We had great conversations with the crew there and they were super understanding of us pulling out and, you know, they waited to make sure that they knew everything was right and they decided to, to pull the plug on the show, which is the right thing to do for now. Um, you know, we should be discouraging uh, social gatherings. And mm-hmm. of course, in a lot of places, it's not legal to do it anyway. Uh, so as it stands right now, the Atlanta Pen Show, uh, we're not going to be going. So the live video and live show component of that obviously won't be going ahead as part of the Kickstarter campaign. Um and so we've got some plans that we're working on to produce some additional content um, in video form streamed uh, kind of between me and Brad. I think we're going to do, we're planning on doing like a, a bonus episode of the show for mm-hmm. Kickstarter backers that will only, that will be a video version only available for backers of the Kickstarter campaign. I think we should probably say what we're thinking. Uh, we're thinking of doing like a, a video, like a recorded podcast show and tell of mm-hmm. some of our pen collection. That's what we're thinking of doing right now. Um, when I had, when we had this idea, there was a part of me that thought that many people would probably prefer this video <laughs> to the live show video. Totally. Um, so we were thinking, like, because obviously me and Brad can't get together, but we can fire up our webcams and just have a like a conversation as if it was like a like a Twitch stream or something between the two of us. We'll record the videos um, and kind of and we'll find a way to stitch that together and put it out there. I'm not exactly sure how we're going to do this yet um, or when. <laughs> I think it the be- personally, I think the best time to do it is kind of around the time that the Atlanta Pen Show would have been. Um, yeah, so we can release it in April. Yeah, and I just think that 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 you know just kind of makes it work uh, work right for the for like our thoughts. So that's what we're planning to do there to kind of um, make amends, I guess, for the 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 Atlanta Pencho video. Uh, you know, so there may be some of you now that thinks I would quite like to see that, and so you can, you know, you can still back the campaign. Um, 
right now uh we are, it, we're absolutely killing it so thank you like yes. this this campaign is so difficult because it should be full of joy but there's also like so much so many questions around it right now that it's hard to enjoy it um but we have got 764 backers so far um and we have passed $56,000 so thank you so much to everybody that has backed it and like it this it means a lot to both me and Brad that we make sure that you're going to get good value from this campaign so we're going to put everything into to coming up with some additional stuff as it stands there's no issue with the pen so that's going to you know we we don't foresee any big problems with that um the it, everything seems is on track right now uh we currently have updated the the page to show an almost finalized design um which i'm really really happy with that's come together great um so that's kind of like the final design of the pen showing kind of the location of all the different finial designs and the, the final pick of the finials themselves um so the little top disc designs that will be printed on the pen as it stands right now uh, as we're recording we only have 226 of those left because we're only making 950 of them for for sale so you can still go back that but of course the videos will be available um until the campaign is completely done um so i guess some other updates on plans right now so obviously we're raising money for this campaign and we're not going anywhere yet um i think something that i do want to address is that i did buy plane tickets mm-hmm. for Atlanta um, which I am talking to my airline about cancelling uh, but unfortunately some of the money for the campaign may need to go to helping me uh, recover some of that cost which I think will probably be incurred to me now yes um, we booked we booked your travel yeah. and Anna's travel yeah. so that was booked as well I was able to cancel the hotels mm-hmm. obviously they're good about you know you only have to have a couple days notice to cancel the hotel so that was easy but the air air flight travel is just never easily recoupable no which is fine in this case i mean it was it was budgeted anyway yeah i just wanted to be upfront about it because it's like that's what some of the money that people are giving us to is now just going to like recover by cancellation <laughs> costs but there kind of isn't really an option for that right now um I guess the other thing, I mean, I just want to say it's like, I don't know if we will be going to the Dallas Penn show either. Yeah. I mean, you'd like to be positive, think positive about, you know, that time frame almost what, five months from now. Um, and that's going to be doable and workable, but you just, we, we don't know, right? Like we went from the, the rate of change of the decisions we're having to make is just exceedingly fast mm-hmm. right now from an hour to hour basis. So, we're planning on going to Dallas, but you know, two months from now, we it might be taken out of our hands. You know, because so there's, we're there's always so gonna... many different things that could happen. Where it's like, well, people might be able to come together, but I might not be able to come to America, or I might be able to get to America, but you still can't have gatherings of over fifty people, right? Like, we just don't know where we're gonna be then. Right. Um, so. Basically, what we're saying is, we have promised you two videos. You will get two videos, but as it stands right now, me and Brad have no idea for what a second video <laughs> could be. So, you know, yeah. we'll, we'll work on. We're going to work on all that stuff. Um, 
but we just want to make it really super clear that like mm-hmm. if you back this campaign and you're backing for the pen and two videos, you're going to get a pen and you're going to get two videos. If you're backing for two videos, you're going to get two videos, but we're just not sure what they're going to be right now. Yeah. Um, and 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 I you know I also just wanted to be super clear about where the money is going to go. Um, yes. And then after that, we'll we'll work we'll we'll work out what we're gonna do with anything extra. Like we just don't know yet. Um, right. You know, it's a difficult time for a lot of people, a lot of businesses, um, and we, it, it's just tough right now. So we're we're gonna work it out. But like honestly, the the generosity and the excitement that people continue to have around this campaign is super heartwarming to me. We have not received one iota of a complaint about this like nobody has said a word and i just wanted to thank everyone for their continued support um and for showing why this community is so special yeah that's what i wanted to make sure that we pointed out is that the the support we have pretty much everyone if if i can sum up everyone's feeling mike it's shut up and send me a pen right yeah yeah (laughs) it's just like it's just basically i don't care just do whatever you want to do like here's the money (laughs) but we take this stuff seriously like asking people you know to support campaigns and projects and travel and budgets and things like that we take that very very seriously if you've followed us over the years um how we handle and manage that and make sure we're doing right by our supporters, listeners, and backers. So we just want to know that we put that ahead of everything else. And we are obviously trying to be very, very transparent about everything that we do um, down to how we spend the, the money that we collect on these campaigns. So yeah, we will, um, the campaign ends, it's got eight, 18 more days, but you'll continue to be hearing about it just because of so many unknowns, so many changes. Um, you know, after the campaign, you'll definitely want to follow the updates. You'll listen to the podcast. We'll give you updates here. And, you know, on the positive front, like Mike said, the pen is coming along swimmingly. The artwork is now moving into the sampling stage. So I should have a physical prototype pen in my hands, hopefully within the month. Um, that phase tends to move along pretty quickly. That's a reasonable turnaround for that. Um, as far as, you know, related to like the official production of the pens takes several months, but um, you know, if that goes well, then we'll just move right into production and, and go on from there. And everyone's uh, going to be getting a, an awesome pin. I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah, I'm really excited about it. Like, that's what this campaign was about anyway. Like, I feel like in previous years, we have put a lot more focus on how great the video content will be and mm-hmm. that the, the physical rewards have been great but have not been necessarily the reason for the campaigns, right? We focused on like, take us to this place, take us to this place. You know what I mean? But this year, the focus of the campaign has always been, this pen is amazing, (laughs) right? Like that's kind of always been the focus. Um, And I'm pleased, I'm genuinely just very pleased that uh, that was how it ended up rolling this year because then we could uh, focus on. All right, so I'm hoping that we won't have to, spend another 10 minutes on next week's episode talking about the kickstarter <laughs> hopefully not you never know but it will be in the show notes you can go and you can still back this still as we said great reason to back if you want to and again thank you to everybody that has as a side note to the atlanta pen show canceling it's affecting other pen shows i just wanted to note for all those uh thinking about the chicago pen show the first weekend of may it has been postponed and moved into june 
So it's been pushed back like five weeks. They're going to mm-hmm. attempt to that. That's their first move, right? There's instead of just straight up canceling, they're going to go with a postponement, have yeah. secured a secondary date. And then basically we're just waiting and seeing. So if you're interested in attending the Chicago Penn show, just pay attention to their social media and website and uh, they will continue to update. But right now it has been rescheduled for June 11th through 14th. So just be aware of that. I want to just give a personal plea to the Penn Attic mm-hmm. listeners. Don't go to any pen shows, please. Yeah, not anytime like, soon. Don't do it. Like if they're ava- if they're not moving, don't go to them. Like just please don't do that. Like <laughs> I, you know, I, I'm not saying not to support these companies. Support these companies online, right? Mm-hmm. Like buy from them. Like I want to give a shout out right now to my favorite store in London, Choosing Keeping. Mm-hmm. They have closed, and. Mm-hmm. They need support, right? Like that is an expensive store in, I'm sure, location. Like mm-hmm. go and check them out. And, and if you're in the UK especially and buy stuff from them, <laughs> right? But this is the same yeah. for all of these vendors. Like continue to give them your patronage online as much as possible, but mm-hmm. don't go to pen shows right? if there are any available right now because you just shouldn't be taking that risk. Yeah, and this is a conversation we can explore more um, in in future episodes, you know, how this pandemic affects, you know, the bottom line of companies. But like right now, our focus is, you know, the the people and mm-hmm. staying healthy. And, you know, you obviously do what you can to support sh- to support the vendors that you love. But, you know, you got to support yourself and your family first. And then all of that stuff comes second. Yeah. Like maybe we can look at um, ways to. Yeah to support potential new ideas of what mm-hmm. a pen show could be. Right. Right. And that's something I don't want to do willy nilly. Like no. I want to, that has to have a lot of thought behind it because I have, yep. I have, I have strong thoughts about that too. It's like, um, you know, about, you know, the, the, the times that we're living in and, and people not may not know where their next paycheck's coming from and then setting up something like, you know, telling people to come spend money. So like, it's a weird, it's a weird thing to, to have to discuss. So like that, it requires a lot of thought on my part. Mm -hmm. But in regards to this show and kind of all of our other shows, like, look, uh, I'm sorry that we are talking about coronavirus right now, but (laughs) it's, it's a big part of everyone's shared experience right now. Mm -hmm. Um, If we were at war, like if there was a world war happening right now, it would be seeping into the shows. There's nothing that you can do. And that's kind of what this is like. And so the th- what, I, what I'm trying to say is like it's going to come up. And I know that sometimes it may feel like talking about pens is a frivolous thing. But we're doing this and continuing to do this stuff because it provides distraction for people mm-hmm. and entertainment. And that is very important at a time like this. So we're going to continue to soldier on as normal. And this yep. stuff is going to come up. But we are going to continue to do everything that we can to provide you with the entertainment that you want. Because especially right now, we need it. Like, <laughs> we we starve for it. content. I need it. You know what, Mike? I don't care any about anyone else, Mike. I need it. Yep. I need my sanity. Conan O'Brien needs a stone talking to, though, I feel. You know what? If I could book a flight right now, I would be in the air, Mike, and we I'd be knocking on some doors, and yeah. we need to have a discussion, right? What, yeah. What, what is going on here? So uh, our social media just exploded over the last couple of days. Um, 
as uh, we were once again any any long time. <laughs> this should have been one of our memes. Yeah, afterwards, it yeah, totally in retrospect, it should have been on the themes and memes. Uh, but this was a this happens every now and then that someone will do an article or it'll be in a video or a podcast of like let's play a game of like is this podcast real or not and on Conan O'Brien's show Conan O'Brien needs a friend they played this game it was like with Conan and the other host that uh, he works with played this game and they, obviously the pen addict as it tends to do come up came up like is a podcast about pens a real thing. Uh, and of course it was, you know that, but, and then Conan was very mad. <laughs> We're waiting <laughs> for quote unquote, a very stern letter from Conan O'Brien. So I'm still waiting for that one to come through. Yeah. So I crack up every time I hear this because the way he's, he's like, what are their names again? Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I'm writing them a letter. And then the host's like, well, what kind of letter? And he's like a very stern letter. Mm-hmm. And I just crack up, you know, of course I sent it to all my family. I was like, you got to listen to this. Yeah. And I'm just cry. I cackle every time I hear this just because it's like so he's a comedian, he's a comedian and he's good at what he does for a reason. Right. Like, it was it was hilarious. It was just like off the cuff, him saying our names. We need to get like a recording of that and like split it out, and that should be like our, our like an intro or some or an outro piece to to the show. The way he say Conan O'Brien saying Brad Dowdy and Mike Hurley. Did he like, actually needs, say it though? Did, oh, I couldn't yeah. tell. Oh, okay, that was cool. him. That was him in that part. It took me a while, right? Because that wasn't Will Arnett. No, and but Sono was the one answering the question. But I think uh, that was Conan who said the names. Huh. Okay. I want to listen to it again. I've listened to it a couple of times already, but I'm not yeah. like I know Conan O'Brien, but like I'm not into as super familiar with him. Mostly sure. for me, it's like I've seen him in clips, you know, like the, all the late night yeah. clips because we don't get late night shows here, so I've only ever seen him on, on YouTube stuff. But like I super respect him. I think he's very funny. I actually really love the idea of his podcast. It's it's a comedy interview show, like there are so many, mm-hmm. but the conceit is he's looking for friends. It's just like a fun right. way of doing the show. Um, right. So yeah, you can. I've put in the in the show notes a link to both the episode and a clip that a listener Jeremiah made. So if you just want to hear the clip of yeah. that section, you can go and do that. The funniest part of the whole thing for me was not like the people on Twitter, like who were just like tweeting at us and and doing all this stuff, which was awesome. It was the people who actually had like this podcast in their queue and texted me the moment they heard it, not knowing that we already knew about it. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is one of those, like, staged things that, yeah. like, even multiple days later now, I'm still getting people tell me. <laughs> it's so which good. Is, cause, and I get it, because, like, t- trust me, I get it. People are very excited, right, to yeah. hear it. Like, this is not a complaint. Like, I love to see it, because it's funny. Like, you love to see it. and But it it, it's, it's just, like, it's just this super funny thing where people are like, oh, my God, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, but, but my tweets usually start with, holy bleep, yep. you know? <laughs> super, it's super cool. I love stuff like yeah. that. I, I really it's do great. love stuff like that. Uh, this one, this one was thoroughly enjoyable, and I'm mm-hmm. going to write him a letter. I'm, I'm definitely going to write him a letter first. Mm-hmm. And um, we have, we have friends that that are going to uh, see about uh, it, getting him and forcing him to write us a letter too. So we'll, we'll see oh yeah, if we can work on that. Yeah, yeah, we'll work on that. Huh? Got, got some, got some inroads already worked. Wow. Got some things working. The pen addict community spans far and wide. That's right. That's right. We're going to work on that. We have something exciting. We have a sponsor break right now, but it's it's a very exciting message. This episode is brought to you by Kenro Industries, and we are helping them announce that they are now the new and official United States distributor of Y Studio. 
Kemro yeah. is currently best known for its partnerships with brands such as Montegrappa and Aurora, as well as their own brands like the Estabrook Pen Company. But we're super excited to share that they have now partnered with Y Studio to offer their wonderful writing products to customers in the US. Y Studio is dedicated to sharing the beauty of words, writing, and manufacturing products to match this. They are a world-renowned brand with their products being featured and found in many countries and cities such as Paris, Milan, London, and Copenhagen, New York, Tokyo, Shanghai, Hong Kong, and many more. All those places that you see on like bags, right, of fashion mm. brands. Uh, y Studio strives to bring more imagination into people's lives, which is why they design products for daily use, believing that the value of simplicity in design is of the utmost importance. Y Studio pens are made from solid, lead-free brass, focusing on minimalistic design. Every pen comes included of a sheet of fine sandpaper that allows the owner to create and customize their own exact finish to the pen because over time the black coating on black coating on Y Studio's brass pens will fade to show the brass underneath. The idea, this idea is inspired by older Leica cameras because that's what would happen like the patina over time would reveal the the material underneath. But with the sandpaper, you can give it a head start so you can maybe, you know, ding it up a little bit, give it a cool look and then see how it changes over time. Every pen has a substantial weight to it. They're very well balanced and feel comfortable to use. This comes from Y Studio's mantra of the weight of words. They believe in helping us get away from technology and finding emotions through writing to people that are important to us. Y Studio's pens refills at international standards so you can easily get cartridges and converters. The pens have a lifetime warranty, exquisitely crafted in Taiwan with beautiful packaging to match. Now, Brad, I know you are a massive fan of the Y Studio brand. How long have I been? banging the drum for this brand a long time and that's how i first found out about them was when you bought the y studio (laughs) pen and i have coveted one since yeah it's it was one of those products where i first saw my friend uh patrick in hong kong who helps run um one of the city super chains over there and he's a stationary buyer he brought this brand in and started taking pictures of it and it was this y studio was the brassing fountain pen and i was like i have to have this pen like the way he made the product look um, was just like, this is this is the pen for me. This is the type of product I want to use. And I couldn't really get one at the time. It finally took me, I found a shop in Amsterdam where I could get my first one from. So to have a US distributor like Kenro Industries look at a brand like this and decide to bring them into the US, it just... It makes me so happy because this is, you know, this is not your traditional historic brands that they may have normally carried, right? You know, they're very well known for Aurora and Montegrappa, which are brands I love, but those are companies with 100 years of history behind them. This is a new type of pen company and a modern type of pen company, and they make a product that is really high quality, really a joy to use. I had to, I didn't have my brassing fountain pen inked up beforehand, so I had to make sure to get it, get it inked up and used. And I just love this pen so much. It feels great. It writes really well. I'll give a pro tip now. They, um, the nibs, like I, I swapped in like a Franklin Kristoff nib into my Y Studio pen. Like the nibs that they that they use are great, and they're perfect out of the box. But you can switch out like the number five size nibs in this. It's mm. just. 
I love the brand. I love the design aesthetic of the brand. I have several products, so I'm using the fountain pen now. I have the desk pen. I have one of the ball points. Um, I have the mechanical pencil. Um, the packaging is awesome. I use one of their boxes for the fountain pens that they send them in to hold my pencil shavings. Like the box is so nice, I use it for other things. So I, as you can tell, I'm just fawning over this brand. I'm excited that Kenrose bringing them into the States and I can't wait to see this brand get out into all of their retailers and into users' hands because I'm a huge fan and I think everyone will really enjoy them. So you can find out more and pick up your own Y-Studio pen from our friends at Pen Chalet. Go to penchalet.com slash Y-Studio and you can find out more there. And psst, hey, pen addict listeners, you know you can get that <laughs> discount, right? You remember how to do that? I'm not telling you it today, but you remember how to do that, right? That's penchalet.com slash Y-Studio. <laughs> our thanks to Kenro Industries for supporting this show, for making these amazing products available to more people. One last time, that's P-E-N-C-H-A-L-E-T dot com slash Y-Studio to find out more. And of course, I'll have a link in the show notes to that. So now I have to decide if I'm going to break down one of these days and get the dragon foil ballpoint, which I've like when Y Studio comes out with new designs, I'm the one that throws them in the show notes because I'm fascinated by the brand mm. and um, I'll, I'll be paying attention for sure. See what uh, new stuff they come up. They have a, they already have a new, I did get to test out a new fountain pen of theirs, which will be like a resin based fountain pen. So I think look for that coming soon. That, I don't have that, one in, that's in on hand yet. website. They have the oh, resin there? and the brassing and the classic for the fountain. Okay. Pens. So I got, to, I got to test the resin one at the Baltimore pen show. Um, because that's when the announcement, uh, when they were first allowed to Ooh, show the, the red products. is nice. Yeah. That's the, so I got to test the red one. It was a really, really neat pen. I'll definitely be picking one of those up soon. So huh. it's a very cool pen. So a couple of weeks ago, my Platinum 3776 Galaxy Starlight returned. What? I didn't want to talk about it because we had more important things on the show, right? Like uh-huh. we were yeah. we were t- talking about like all the the Walla One and all that kind of stuff. So I didn't oh, yeah, want to. Yeah. Uh, I didn't want to like wait the episode down by talking about it. So long mm. story. <laughs> uh, this was I I bought this pen from our friends at Choosing Keeping. Came home, inked it up put the nib down and one of the tines snapped straight off i didn't do i made one line it snapped off no idea how this happened complete freak accident i have never seen this happen before and i never had anybody say to me oh this happened to me right like i don't know what happened there was something must have gone wrong in in manufacture or shipping it got damaged i don't know um so we contacted choosing keeping they recommended that we speak to the um the UK distributor because they kind of hold the warranty. So we spoke to them. We sent it to them. Um, I don't even remember when this was. This was months ago, right? This was yeah, a long time late ago. fall. Yeah, late fall. Yeah, and early winter, like Novemberish. The distributor sent it to Platinum, and it was there for a very long time. <laughs> then the distributor was sending it back, and they said they'd taken care of it, and it was going to cost sixty pounds. Um, we could never get the answer as to what nib was being put in the pen because £60 doesn't make any sense, really, for both price and also the 3776 Galaxy Starlight, which is the pen that I have, 
had a specifically designed nib, like from a from a design perspective, like the nib itself, not a stock nib. Yeah, it wasn't a stock nib. It wasn't. There's not anything special about the the experience of it, particularly. It's just got a design on it, right? Like it's just yeah, got the stamping. Like the stamping. Thank you for helping me with that. Yeah, like the stamp on it is is different and beautiful, but different. And I wanted I wanted to get the correct nib, right, for the pen that I'd spent a significant amount of money on. Uh, so this pen for sixty pounds has been shipped all around the world, right? <laughs> it finally arrived. Uh, when it arrived, super weird. It came in a big package because we sent it in the box that we bought it in. So I opened the package and there was the box. The pen wasn't in the box though; it was in a tube <laughs> outside, outside of the of- box. Mm. which is super weird as a thing to do. Like, I don't really know why they did it. Like, I understand that it went in the tube probably as it was being repaired, but somebody had to package it and not put it back in the box. Like, the pen in the tube would have fit in the box. But hey, Mm. whatever. That's kind of amazing. And I am happy to report that the correct nib has been placed on the pen, and it is stupendous, and I love it. This was a stressful experience, it's I'm not going to lie. It's been very stressful. And, you know, I'm not super happy about the fact that I had to pay more money. But that was coming. That was my next statement. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like... We're done. It's back. That's kind of how I feel. And, like, the reason I say it's, like, it did travel a lot, right? And I have <laughs> got... it was packaged well. ...an 18-karat gold nib... So I'm kind of like, all right, I feel like I paid for the price of the materials and then everything else is taken. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. all the, the, the repair, all the postage, like, whatever. Like, uh, to me, it's like, okay, I just want it back, right? And yep. and I am yep. willing to pay the £60 to, to get it back and to get it the way that I want it to be because it was bothering me, right, that I didn't yes. have this pen um, and now it hath returned to me, and I'm using it a lot, and it's stunning. So this is a Arushi Raden pen, so it's all black with uh, Arushi flake throughout the entire pen. So it, you know, the, the, it does look like a little galaxy with mm. lots of stars and awesome. planets. I'm very excited that you finally get to use this mm-hmm. pen because that's the thing is you didn't get to use it for a while. I never used it. I drew one problem. line with it and, <laughs> and the time broke. Doink. Yep. Mm. And it's very ah, different yeah. to my other uh, to my other uh, platinum because this so. one, which well, just because this is a medium nib, and mm. it's and I think I have a broad nib on my other thirty-seven seventy-six. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, I do. So they feel very different. You know, like a medium nib in a Japanese pen, it's like a fine, really, for, oh, especially so for good. me. Yeah. But mm. it's it's a very different experience, right? Because what I like about the broad 3776 is that it is a very flexible nib. It's a very forgiving broad, right? Yeah, they're a little soft. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that, but the, the medium nib that I have is much harder. So it took me a moment to like, oh, this wasn't what I was expecting, right? I was expecting kind of a softer feeling because the broad was is is even more kind of soft feeling than other broad nibs, right? Um, but this one, it has more, it has way less give to it, but it is still an incredibly comfortable, wonderfully flowing nib. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm actually very happy that I do have it in a different size to my other platinum good i want to see some more pictures of it now that you're actually able to keep it yeah <laughs> keep it and yeah use you're it. right i should do that so um i put um what is the akaman green that i have the 
28, the bright green. Yeah, I put that in it. So it's 28. I don't know why, but it, it, felt, it felt good for, like, space. Oh, I, don't, I can't explain yeah. it, you know? It's a great ink. I struggle with black pens as to what ink to put in them. Um, mm-hmm. But I wanted something, like, really bright and vivid. And I don't have this ink in any other of my pens right now. So I was like, ah, this is good. Because I really like uh, Ackerman 28. It's a, just a really great, bright ink. Um, and yeah, and you want something to bring out the colors of this pen, yes, right. Even though you know you look at it and you go, okay, well, it's essentially a black base pen, but it's just so much more than that. Like you want something mm-hmm. to to really accentuate what's going on. With and the, for some the reason, like a, as a, a, whole. a bright green has an almost extraterrestrial feeling to it sure. as well, right? Sure. Which I feel like kind of fits with the overall theme that this pen is presenting. So, yeah, uh, Adina post, uh, sent me an Instagram message. And uh, she was like, is this, she, she saw, she saw a Twisby and she's like, what's the deal with this? Uh, uh-huh. A Twisby 580 Diamond Smoke Rose Gold 2. I don't know what the 2 is about. Um, mm. Coming April 1st. What do you think about this? It looks good, right? Do you want to know what my first thought is? Go on. With this? Why is the cap rounded? Like, why isn't a squared off cap? And then I realized I'm not looking at an eco. <laughs> Bingo. I had the exact same thought. I was like, oh, it's a I new couldn't... pen. It's like, no, yeah. it's not a new pen. They've been doing this one for a while, but you're just too focused on the eco now. <laughs> they haven't released anything new in the 580 in so long. And they just did the rose gold and white eco. I was like, oh, cool. It's the black eco. Wait, why isn't the cap rounded? Even though I sat there and read mm-hmm. the description of it. I was like, why is this? Like, why is there a taper in the cap? And then it didn't, it, it, I'm sorry, it just took me a minute to get used to that. Oh, this is a 580. And boy, does it look good. Uh, I love yep. the the rose gold on the piston mechanism on the internals. That, and that's, I really that seals the deal for me. That they are using uh, semi translucent plastic. Yep. I like that. Uh, yeah, because you can see, like, in the, in the, in the cap, the piston yep. cap. Um, you can see. You can also see in the grip bit. section. You can see yes. it there too. Uh, I think this is a great looking pen. It's great. I wonder what the price is going to be. Yeah, what is that price going to be? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know because the rose gold eco was a pretty decent upgrade, like a like a forty percent, forty or fifty percent upcharge. Yeah. Um, I don't think this is going to cross like the hundred dollar threshold, but I think it more it may be more in the eighty dollar, like seventy nine than fifty nine type of range. So we'll mm-hmm. see. But I still think that's probably fair for what this is. Um, very very pretty. Yeah, I love it. Like, I, I wouldn't be surprised if one of these ends up in our house because I, I bought at the end of the um, Rose Gold Eco mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and she loves it because yeah. it looks great. I mean, and who doesn't love the Eco? It's a fantastic pen. So yeah, so the, the is... Eco was $30 and the Rose Gold Eco uh, was 50 50 yep. So, you know, what is a typical 580? 50 I reckon it's probably 60-ish. like $70. Yeah. yeah, yeah, 55 60 So what... You were just talking about what ink you would put in your 3776. That's the problem I have with this pen. What ink goes in here? The only thing I can think of is purple. That would make me feel like that I chose the right ink for this okay. pen. What what ink goes in this pen for to you? Um, because like as many blues and oranges as I use, I wouldn't like that in this pen. I don't think. Like I'm uh, feeling, I, I'm feeling I would purple. be feeling pink, purple, something mm-hmm. like that to 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 go with the rose gold. Yeah. So Adina has in her eco, her rose gold eco, it's a Robert Oster quartz. Okay. So um, is that a brownish? No, it's like pink? a pink. pink? Um, mm-hmm. It's like a, is it Robert Oster quartz? I believe so. 
and it's uh it's it's like a kind of sparkly ink. The best thing gotcha, to do gotcha. is just to open messages. Oh wait, hang on a second. This is weird. <laughs> I'm getting text <laughs> messages. I get I don't really understand why. Rose guilt tint. Okay. Yeah, I've I've seen that. Very cool. I was about to open uh, messages to ask that question, and mm-hmm. then I opened messages, and the answer was already there. <laughs> so, Amazing. I guess that's what happens when you share a house with somebody. It's it's a wild and wonderful thing, Michael. Mm-hmm. Live followers. <laughs> uh, can you tell me the story of your pen addict Kakuyu sketchbook? If I can contain my excitement. Okay. So... Like, my love of Japanese stationery knows no bounds, right? It's pretty clear. And Wait, what? Huh? You like you like Japanese stationery? Wait a minute. Is this a new show? <laughs> <laughs> so, the more I get entrenched in that ecosystem, the more I'm able to learn from, you know, other websites, from friends, like, what what a lot of these great products are in the Japanese stationery world and where they come from and what the history is around certain products. And Kakuyo has made a product that I've been aware of for a long time, just called the sketchbook. It's a basic pocket notebook was what this was designed for back in the 1950s for there was, there was a building boom after the war, world war two in Japan and Japan had a huge range of surveyors and contractors that were out in the fields, you know, preparing for construction and build. And they, Kakuyo, which is actually a much larger stationary manufacturer than we even realize in not being in Japan. Was this the company that tried to buy a stake in Pento, but yes. it didn't work out? Yes. Right. So that's how big they are. They are a very Because large I company. always think of the, what is the pen that sounds like this? Kakuyo. I don't know. Doesn't somebody make a fountain pen? Or oh, is it the Kaku- the Kakuno, Kakuyo Kakuno? I yeah, always think of Pilot Kakuno instead of Kakuyo. <laughs> so Kakuyo is basically like an office retailer, and yeah. I, I don't say office supply retailer. I mean like literal offices. They were like build out your offices like in Japan, right? So and like fill it with like stuff, cubes right? and desks yeah. and yeah. chairs and all that stuff. So, so they were large, looking large for a stationary brand to just go like to the next level right yeah yeah so their paper is already good kakuyo makes like good currently notebooks but they're not really known for their pen products currently Mm -hmm. so um and and this this sketchbook is probably like the first of like the lineage of why they why they're really good at making notebooks so this was made to be the first japanese field notebook to handle the outside world right they needed a durable cover they needed paper that's going to work well for these conditions that these surveyors and contractors were working in so this became the japanese pocket notebook of record and it became it was really good at what it did like for what they designed it for like the cover is like this pliable it you make it looks like it's this thin leather leather cover but what it is is actually a resin so it's like waterproof cover um, and it's pliable, so it can fit like in your pants pocket or your jacket pocket or your backpack, and kind of shape itself to you know um, whatever situation it's in. Unlike a hardbound notebook, right, where it's more stiff and firm, it has a little bit of flex and give to it. 
So this notebook became so popular for what it was used for that it just kind of crossed over into the mainstream, right? Artists started to use and using it. Writers started to using it. Then it just became a stationary product. And over the past few years, Kukuyo has expanded on the sketchbook by, it was always a traditional green book with gold stamping that just said sketch book on it, sketch space book. That was the traditional style. Well, they started coming out with new colors of them because they became popular, right? That's what you do, make new colors of it. And they also allow for stamping, like gold foil stamping on the covers. And I saw pictures from the Tokyo Pen Show in the last year or two of different companies and brands, you know, would have like an ink bottle on the front cover or, you know, different logos and things like that. So I was like, well, I this is like the tailor-made product for the Pen Attic logo. So I started poking around Kukuyo's site and they do allow for custom orders. But you can only, it's obviously the site's entirely in Japanese, and you can only ship the completed order to an address in Japan. So we pulled out the Rolodex, we got in contact, we being me, got in contact with the people I needed to see if this would be possible to accomplish. Like, could I get this classic Japanese notebook with the cool gold stamping delivered to me? Is this even possible? Should I pursue this or not? And I got in touch with the right people. We we basically had this whole shell game of, you know, how to order the notebooks, how to design the notebooks, how to get the logo in there, how to get them delivered to a person, how to get that reshipped to me. And success, we did it. So I was very happy about the process and the people involved in making this happen. And the result, Mike, is spectacular. I'm thrilled with this. Um, I ordered 300 notebooks just to see how they go. If they go well, I'll probably order a bigger batch next time. And uh, yeah, I don't know. What can I say? I'm in love. This is interesting to me um, because like, I don't think I've ever used one of these and I don't, I don't get, I don't get it. (laughs) Looking at it, I don't get it. (laughs) Right. It is very much you cannot compare this notebook to almost anything currently on the market. The size is a non-standard size. It's small. It's bigger right. than your pocket notebooks, right? Um, think of it more of as like almost like a breast pocket and a jacket type of notebook. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit taller. It's very, very thin. It's only 40 pages uh, or 40 sheets, I should say. 80 pages front and back. And the grid is a three millimeter grid, which not everyone's going to like. And that was done, you know, because of that traditional design. It was used for, you know, laying out projects and, you know, construction and survey measurements and things like that. So that that graph was helping, you know, scale these things properly back in the day. And like none of that has ever changed with this notebook. That's what I love about it the most. It's absolutely not for everybody. Some people will look at this and go, what is this and why would I ever use it? But it's essentially like an upgraded pocket notebook. And it was meant originally to be used out in the field, out in the elements, and be protected that way. And now it's just a uh, now it's just a, a good, cool stationary item that I just adore. Hmm. You would not like it, though. Oh, no. <laughs> you would, I mean, you would like it, but you wouldn't go, yeah, this is fine. You wouldn't be fawning over it like I am. Okay. I think it looks cool and it's like classicness you know yes yeah that's definitely what this is that's 
part of the beauty of it is how the design hasn't changed in what like 60 years yes so like it really like the technical some of like the technical materials might have changed and like the binding but the overall style and like the paper you know layout um has not changed in 60 years and uh, i find that uh uh to be enamored with that that is cool that is very Mm -hmm. cool so I'm 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 obviously very very happy about it. Uh, should we take a second break? Yeah, I have. <laughs> we have some interesting stuff to talk, to talk about. about on the other yeah, side. Yeah, for I'm sure. Very, this is going to be fun. All right, <laughs> but today's episode is also brought to you by Hello. Hello make insanely comfortable, wonderful buckwheat pillows. I don't know if you've ever tried a buckwheat pillow, but it's super different to your regular fluffy pillows. And I will say from somebody who's been sleeping on a buckwheat pillow for a year now, better in almost every single way. I love my hollow pillow. It gives me the support that I want. It doesn't like crush under the weight of my big head. It's just like, you know, the, the, basically instead of being like fluffy or feathers or foam, a, a buckwheat pillow is kind of feels like a beanbag for your head really like it gives you that support but it's not super uncomfortable it's not uncomfortable for it being firm like i've slept on foam pillows that i find really uncomfortable because they're too firm but the hollow pillow you can basically mold it to be the shape that you want so if you want your head to sink into a little bit you can make that happen if you want it to give you the support that you want you can make that happen too Um, it has great airflow going through it so it doesn't get warm and humid you don't need to do that flipping over to the cool side Mm. anymore because the pillow keeps the air flowing through because it's not a big dense thing you can also add and remove the the buckwheat filling to suit your needs so you can make it as big or small as you want make it exactly how you like these types of pillows have been used all over the world for years, and I really recommend that you give one of these things a go. I absolutely love it. Hollow is made in the USA with quality construction and materials. They're certified organic cotton cases cut and sewn for durability, and the buckwheat is grown and milled in the US. You may be curious to try one of these things out. You can. You can sleep on it for 60 nights, and if the hollow isn't right for you, you can just send it back for a refund. Go to hollowpillow.com slash penaddict right now, and you'll get your own buckwheat pillow. That's H-U-L-L-O-P-I-L-L-O-W dot com slash penaddict. And if you buy more than one, they have a special discount of up to $20 off, depending on the size that you opt for. Hello, have fast, free shipping with every order, and 1% of all profits are donated to the Nature Conservancy. Give it a try. If you love it, you can keep it. If you don't, you just send it back. That's hollowpillow.com slash penaddict. Our thanks to Hello for their support of this show and Relay FM. Yeah, I've been uh, having a tough time sleeping, like falling asleep. I'm mm-hmm. a sleeper, Mike. Uh, I'm also a warm and warm and humid uh, person. I don't know if you know that as well. So I am a I'm a pillow flipper. I need I need to I need to break down and, and get the hollow. Like it seems like it's the right time for me to invest in this. Yeah, it's great, man. I really genuinely like. They are not are not paying me to say this. Um, but I absolutely love it and choose to sleep on it every single night. Nice, nice. All right, let's talk about a few more new things. Um, the Roaching 600 limited edition colors mm-hmm. have started to ship. Uh, our good good friend of the show, Evan, was the first to notify me of this on Twitter when they first came out. He's like, hey, have you seen these? You know, back in the fall. And now the, the release date was supposed to be in February, and they kind of landed around that date. And, of course, 
being the first one to tell me about it, Evan was also the first one to order them that I'm aware of and has them up on Pinquisition at his blog. We'll have a link in the show notes. What do you think now that you have seen them more? Like we could tell from the the pictures already that, yeah, we're, we're a fan. What do you see now that uh, Evan has these posted up on the blog? Are you still interested, not interested? What are you, what are you planning on doing here? I like seeing more of the colors, right? Because then mm-hmm. I can kind of make my feelings about them. I love the green. Yeah, we're gonna have to agree to disagree on that. Oh one. yeah, okay. <laughs> I think I I think I hate it even more. Huh? <laughs> and I want, hate's a strong term. Like it's perfectly fine, but it's not that far off from black, which is exactly what the. The PR shots made it look not far off from black. Evan shots make it look not far off from black. Maybe I just have to see it in person. But I'm I'm all in on the blue. Like there's no doubt in my mind. Hmm. Okay. I love the green because yeah. it reminds me of like the iPhone green or British yes. racing green, like a super deep, understated right. green color. Like, and which I, I like. I like British racing green. But I think with that red accents. Oh man. Yeah, I love it. I'm all over this one. All right. And not available outside of Japan right now, right? No, but I think we're going to be getting a wide release on these. I'm I'm, uh, waiting and seeing is what I'm going to do. So uh, I'm going to wait and see before I try to chase one of these down because I do do want the blue one. I don't need all three of them, Um, but I'm going to wait and see if they continue to release around the world. My bet is that they do. I did find one thing strange about this, Mike. The Rotring 600 silver one that I've used for so long, it's such an old model. Mm-hmm. This new empty ring in the top eraser cap, that's a new look for me, and I don't know that I like it. Where's the eraser? Go to the very top picture. Yeah, like where the is the eraser? Picture. The eraser's under the cap, but there's a hole in the cap now. Ew, I don't like that. No, but apparently no. the... The standard silver and blacks had started to ship with that. I do not um, like that. Yeah, I do not like that. So, What's the point of that? Is it because people didn't know the eraser was under there? No idea, because it's not extendable out through there. Like, oh. there's pencil designs that have an open top where the eraser is extendable out through it with a twist. This, I do not. I not I just that. assumed that that was what it looked like when the cap was taken off. No, I'm not nope. a big fan of that at all. Yeah, you so, get I will still stuck be getting it. Stuff is weird. Yeah, I do not like that design design mm. decision mm. because I don't see the purpose, like you're saying. So what, what color is the do you like then? What's your favorite blue. color? Blue. blue. Okay, the blue without is a, my second favorite. It looks really good. Mm-hmm. The the red is great. There's just not enough differentiation in the uh, in the rotring color. Like they're sticking with the rotring red on the red barrel. If they would have just like, you know, they would have had to like change their guidelines and like thrown a black on there. That would have looked cooler, I think. But uh, it's still the red's fine. Um, I will the, say the blue's the one for me. I like what Evan did at the bottom where he's yes. mixed and matched the the pieces. That's cool. I, I'm totally down for that. Like yeah. I would maybe buy a green and red one and do a mix and match. <laughs> I don't know. I like that. So I'm gonna I'm gonna try to get the blue pencil and then what i might do is get the green ballpoint because they're gonna have a ballpoint models for these two um and see what the green really looks like in person Mm -hmm. so that would that's gonna be my move but for the pencil it's gonna be blue all right let's talk about this fun little thing that you've you've been (laughs) 
I am unnaturally excited about this because I think this is breaking news, Mike. Like, this is one of those things where I think I know something that no one else does, Uh but everyone's like, oh, yeah, oh, I totally know that. Like, what are you talking about? This has been known for weeks. So, you're familiar, and I think we talked about it. We did. Recently, the Retro 51 Gone Fishing Edition, right? Super cool. It, It looks like a fishing lure, completely awesome design. Really, it's like everything you want a Retro 51 to be, right? And, of course, like, I didn't order it. Like, I don't need any more of these pens. And, like, I didn't order it. There's 777 of them, right? So, I get an email. What day is today? Wednesday. I get an email yesterday morning. And with it is a picture. And they're asking, is something wrong? Like, I was excited to... Basically, they were saying I was excited to to buy the, the Gone Fishing Edition, is there something wrong with my pen? Because mine doesn't look like the one in the picture. And I said, really? I said, can you send me? They said, mine looks pink. They said, it looked like a salmon. I said, really? I was like, that doesn't make any sense. Is there some kind of like manufacturing flaw? With this it? is, a, so this I said, is a very green pen, right? Yeah, it's a green and yellow, like nuclear looking pen. Like yep. it's very obvious. Um, so I asked for a picture and I get sent this picture. And I'm like, that doesn't look like a manufacturing flaw. So let me contact Retro 51. So I send the picture over to them. I said, hey, is this a flaw or is this something special? And the rep- reply I got was, ha, 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 there's one. <laughs> <laughs> so what Retro 51 I've done, I, I've learned have done, is created 10 pins out of 777 that they're designating as lunkers. So there are hidden fish, Mike, out of this release that no one has found yet until this one. So this one is, I guess it's salmon. I don't know if it officially has a name, but there's 10 different ones. by the way, is like an exceptionally large fish. Just the idea being that if you caught one, you would be super lucky. And so that's kind of the idea in that, which is clever. Yes. So these have, they're they're playing it like this is the golden ticket from Willy Wonka. Right? It's a complete surprise. There's 10 of them in the wild. We've seen one of them. This is brilliant. I want to see more. This means people are going to have to open these up. Why is this company closing down? (laughs) Why? Now everyone's regretting not ordering one, including myself, to open it to see if they got a lunker. Yep. Um, Within the lunker um, packaging, there is a certificate. If you do not like your lunker, you can trade it in for the standard edition lure fish. Um. I'm dying. I'm literally, so I, this is, it's great. Like, can you imagine opening this up? Like, there's no, they didn't say, they didn't advertise it as such, right? No. There's no marketing that says. Known. Right. There's no marketing on, on the front end that says, and within this edition, you'll find 10 special fish. They just threw it out there. They just went for it. And, you know, probably confused people. <laughs> Definitely. Said, is is there something wrong with well, my there fish? There are also people that just don't know. <laughs> sure. Right? They just got it and they're like, oh, cool. It looks like a fish. Right? And like, that was yeah. it. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, man. When are we going to see the second one? Are we going to see a second one? So we've we've got one. We've got a, I'm a, we'll just call this one salmon because it looks like salmon. Yeah. Are we going to see some other different ones? 
Um, I can't wait. I can't wait. We might. We might not. Right. Well, this, they, exactly. is this they the exist, only one? But then we have to, all, you know. But then people have to open them. And these, well, and also that these people have to be listening to the show for us to get to see it. You yes. Know? Which is a very small percentage of, you know, how many pins. They sold 777 pins. How many of those went to people who listen to the show? 50? 100? Well, let's just say that it is uh, probably word will disproportionate. Start to like, you know, we, ha- we probably oh, that's have a, high a, percentage. A, good, a good covering, but yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's what the yeah, chat saying. Well, one of them with the golden ticket should have gotten to take over the company. Oh, <laughs> just my like in God. Wonka. That's so <laughs> Damn funny. <laughs> Bravo, Evan. That. Bravo. That's hilarious. Uh, yeah, that I mean yeah. I guess that's how it works now, right? That's right, why they wouldn't right. that's why they won't sell to us, Brad, because we've got to get that's the right. golden ticket. That's right. So um you're gonna have to o- open uh your gone fishing pens, listeners. You're gonna have to do it. You're gonna have to open that bad boy up and see what's under that cover. Mm-hmm. I love every minute of this. I'm I'm excited to see if we get to see a next one. I can't wait. <laughs> and neither neither of us ordered it. And you were you were like, I I need I need this pen, right? Yep. You you thought about ordering thought it, about and I was like, oh, it's amazing. I just don't need it. There's no way I would have gotten one of those though. You never know. I mean, they're totally random. So yeah, but that's what I mean. Know. I guess it's too it's too too difficult to get. Yeah unbelievable. So so good. I don't think we can do this... any better than that today. Yeah, this is the happiness that we need right yep. now. Like, I've been bouncing for a day sitting on this email going, there is a funky fish out there. So, so good. This this is what we need right now, Mike. We need more of this in our world. If you want to see, we put the image in the show notes, by the way. So if you want to see. I asked for permission to share this image and I was granted permission. I did not want to share this without having permission. I was very pleased you got that permission. Yes, me too. You can find that at uh, relay.fm slash penaddict slash 402 or in your podcast app of choice. It does feel weird to go up to four now just because I've been saying three <laughs> for so long, you know? Yep. Uh, if you want to support our sponsors, you should. Uh, Hello, Kenro Industries. Thank you so much to them for supporting the episode. Um, and again, if you've backed the Kickstarter, again, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, still stay tuned. Yeah, stay tuned. We've still got uh, 17 days left on the campaign. We're going to continue to issue updates uh, as things change. Um, but thank you so much to people that have uh, have backed the campaign and anybody that still will. If you want to find Brad online, you can go to penaddict.com. Uh, on Instagram, uh, Brad is penaddict. Twitter, he's dowdyism. He streams live Tuesdays, Thursdays, 10 a.m., twitch.tv slash penaddict. It's a great thing to go and do if you're working at home at the moment. Mm-hmm. Put Brad on in the background. Yeah, like, we'll try to do longer streams. Yeah, there you um, go. Now that everyone might be have, have more opportunity to watch. So, yeah, I'll yep. try to do that for everyone. Uh, I'm, I'm Mike. I am YKE. Thanks so much for listening. We'll be back next week. Until then, say goodbye, Brad. Goodbye, Brad. <laughs>